the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Bring in Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Mr. O'Hare? Yes. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Hi. You being distracted by the record tops on the or the record highs on the markets today? Um, distracted? Um, I don't know if I say distracted, but certainly interested um, in seeing this market continue to perform in uh, in the face of otherwise disappointing economic news. But I think it's a reflection of kind of what this market has been all about and its uh, continued. Uh, a desire to see zero interest rates for as long as possible. It does seem to be that, you know, rock, scissors, paper, that the weaker economic data seems to support lower interest rates, and Wall Street tends to, to win in that, that scenario, at least at this point in time. Are you worried at all about hyperinflation coming out of the low interest rates, or don't see it, don't want to talk about it right now? Yeah, not worried about hyperinflation. Probably worried more about hyperspeculation. Um, okay. And in, in that, uh, you know, I mean, you have you know the Fed chair that's sitting out in front of uh, Congress and telling the world that you know there are no no bubbles in uh, in the stock market uh, as a whole. Um, now we can concur with that opinion as we've discussed before. We don't think that the market is uh, you know, grossly overvalued. Certain pockets of the market were and probably continue to be. But um, when the message though from the Fed chair is is simply that, you know, we've got to keep things as accommodative as possible for a really long time yet you know, the market's going to take that view and, and run with it because it's been so successful for so long uh, riding that, that policy. And um, and I think it, it does help explain in part, you know, why we continue to levitate here uh, in, you know, record high levels for the Dow and the S&P 500 while the real economy continues to levitate around, you know, 2%, you know, GDP growth, uh, which is nothing special. You mentioned the stock market and the real economy. Obviously, you're talking about real people versus, say, corporate profits. Um, is there a problem brewing there? Is there? Well, you know, it's certainly uh, going to be, you know, uh, I think a focal point uh, as we run into the midterm elections. I mean, politicians are certainly going to seize on the, uh, you know, the reported income inequality that uh, is evident, and certainly the tremendous profitability you're seeing at U.S. corporations not really filtering through uh, into strong wage growth. Um, so there is a disconnect there, and, and the fact that you don't have that uh, strong wage growth is uh, partly why you don't have a very strong recovery, because uh, consumers are are you know watching you know what they're spending and how they're spending, and and. Uh, you know, paradoxically, businesses are not uh, investing in new capital equipment because they're worried about end demand not being there, uh, and it's just this 
weird cycle, if you will, where you know uh, companies are in great shape, uh, but the uh, many of the employees that work there, and certainly many of the consumers that consume the products these companies um, produce, are not in nearly as good a shape uh, to um, to spend freely. How about the idea, and I'm speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How about the idea of sell in May? We're hitting record highs. It's a, that catchy phrase, sell in May, go away. Maybe buy back in the fall, wait for the profits to show up, the earnings to show up, the jobs to show up. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm always, I'm always leery of, um, you know, of some of those t- types of um, connections. I mean, I'll grant you, you know, in uh, reading the Stock Traders Almanac, um, you know, it points out clearly that, you know, basically the vast majority of the uh, of the market's gains do, uh, you know, occur in that November to April period. It's a really interesting dynamic. But, you know, no two years are alike, obviously. Sell in May and go away uh, worked very poorly last year. Um, it may be right again this year. I, you know, I really don't know. But the the point being what we continue to emphasize to briefing.com readers is essentially you do have a market that is, um, um, you know, fully valued um, and that the upside will be more challenging to come by here. Multiple expansion will not come easily because um, you have, uh, uh, you know, profit margins near record highs here. Um, you have earnings growth that is, been manufactured in a large number of cases through share buybacks uh, rather than from, you know, strong top-line driven growth, uh, which is a reflection that demand still isn't all that great. And then, of course, we, you know, have the Federal Reserve that's aiming to uh, be done with its quantitative easing program uh, and uh, growing evidence here that the economy is yet to really achieve the escape velocity that so many people were expecting it to achieve uh, when 2013 was coming to an end. And so, um, so we, you know, upside will be challenging. We're not necessarily looking for a, you know, a major, you know, you know, bear market decline here uh, outside of certain, you know, pockets of the market, which we've discussed in the past as well. But um, but all in all, it's likely going to be one of those years that, that is, you know, a lot of back and forth, and uh, we're still expecting some modestly positive returns, though. Taking a look at the markets, um, the retail sales numbers that came out today were weaker than expected. Are we really... How confident are you in the jobs coming down the line to um, help everything you out? Know, that, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the retail sales numbers, you know, I guess the one mitigating factor there is you did see, you know, appropriate vision to the March data. So it wasn't quite as bad as what the headlines suggested. But nonetheless, um, as we look through that report, we didn't see, you know, real strong evidence of a lot of pent-up demand being unleashed. And that was one of the factors, of course, uh, on which um, – Economists predicated some really um, optimistic Q2 GDP forecasts that would have either a three-handle or even a four-handle on them. So, uh, could be a stretch there. Um, but the, you know, in terms of the, uh, you know, job growth, I don't think that we're going to be hitting uh, any new levels soon. That you know, you're going to see, you know, 300,000 plus. Probably going to continue to keep running down around the, you know, 200,000 area, which is. Okay, but uh, you know certainly not not great, and um, you know, and it's going to continue to be. And from our standpoint, we think we're going to continue to grow in that area of two to two and a half percent. So uh, 
you know, based on that, we're not expecting there to be a huge acceleration in uh, in the payroll growth beyond what we, you know, kind of presently see. There's studies that come out on a regular occasion about the savings rate of Americans and the retirees and the boomers. Do you see the boomers retiring as a plus for the economy because it will open up jobs for younger people, or do you see boomers retiring as a negative as they'll drain the Social Security network of uh, Medicare, Medicaid, and other public benefits? Right. Well, certainly it's a transformational event, um, and with the aging of America, I mean, there will be uh, that many more jobs created, you know, to, to meet, you know, their needs as they get older, a uh, large part of which will be, you know, in the medical health care field, um, you know, extending into, you know, travel, uh, if you will, and probably even, you know, some other consumer discretionary areas. And, and so there will be opportunities there, but... Um, but as it, in terms of what we're we're seeing, you know, as I look at it from you know as a market analyst here, um, could potentially what's going on with the, the treasury market could be a, re- a reflection, frankly, of uh, or partly anyway of those boomers, you know, exiting the workforce and simply wanting to preserve you know capital. You know, they don't want to make sure that they lose any money as they move into the retirement years, and so they are saddled with these very low interest rates, but. They are interest rates, nonetheless, that give them some peace of mind that they won't lose their principal uh, and might even, you know, tack on a little bit of income. And, and we think that that has been one of the factors that has helped suppress yields here this year um, in the face of all of these optimistic outlooks. But um, but it will be a transformational event, uh, and it's just hard to determine here, I think, at this juncture, just, you know, what it will ultimately mean from a, you know, GDP Grow standpoint, but um, but obviously there's going to be fewer workers there to you know help fund the Social Security and all the those other entitlement programs as well. So um, so the future is maybe not quite as bright as it once was when all those boomers were in the workforce. So we're going to need to be more productive and uh, hopefully uh, make more babies to to help sustain uh, support that uh, that cohort as they leave the workforce. Make more babies. That's your financial. <laughs> Tip of the day. Um, a couple <laughs> minutes left, Mr. O'Hare. Anything that you want to bring up that's on your radar? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be watching the uh, the retailer earnings reports uh, coming out later this week. Um, you have companies like Macy's and Kohl's and Walmart, uh, J.C. Penney and Nordstrom. They're going to be reporting, and uh, and um, which is a signal that we're at the end of the first quarter reporting season. But uh, but I really want to hear what these retailers are going to say about you know the second quarter and the rest of the year because so many of them blame uh, you know disappointments in the first quarter on the on the bad weather and. As we sit there and consider, you know, where the economy is right now, where it's going to go, these retailers might give us some clues as to whether they really are expecting some of that pent-up demand we've been hearing about to be unleashed uh, in coming periods. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Briefing provides independent live market analysis of the United States international equity markets. I've been using them for 15-plus years. Top-notch financial information, top-notch financial analyst, uh, just good insights. Economists, you know, tomorrow I'll be speaking with Jeff Rosen, Dr. Jeff Rosen at 8.30, uh, about what he's seeing in the economy with retail as well as other such uh, areas that have dramatic impact on Wall Street. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.